This is The Doctor's Wife, episode number 78, Empowering Yourself as a Doctor's Wife by Asking the Right Questions. The Doctor's Wife is a podcast for women who have supported their husbands through a decade or more of medical training and are now ready to find more fulfillment in marriage, more fulfillment in motherhood, and more fulfillment in their personal goals. You are really good at taking care of everyone else. It's time to take care of you. Yes, you are a doctor's wife, but you are so much more than that. Hey, everybody. Happy spring. I'm recording this on Earth Day. It'll be out to you a couple days later, but happy Earth Day. Happy quarantine. (laughs) Are your kids out of school for the rest of the year? Our governor is supposed to talk to us today to find out. I'm expecting that they are not going to go back to school this year. I'm just, that's just what I'm planning on. And then if I'm wrong, then that'll be okay. I can be pleasantly surprised. But I hope that you are all doing well and managing this unique time in history just like a boss. But before we get started, I just want to ask you, are you a member of the Sarah Payne Coaching Facebook group? Because it's a group of doctor's wives and I post there almost every day of the week. I like Instagram and it's great and I would love for you to follow me over there at Sarah Payne Coaching, but Facebook just allows me to um, post useful videos in an easier platform, in my opinion. And so I've been spending more time over there. Plus, I just think it's a great community to have like-minded women who are going through similar things to have a place to get together and communicate. And so go on over there to the Facebook group and join me. It's at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sarah Payne coaching. Just give, it's like mini two minute podcasts on the weekdays. You will love it and it will just help get your day off on the right foot. I post there every morning. So every weekday morning, I should say. So go check me out over there and on Instagram too. But I'm, I'm kind of shifting my focus more to Facebook these days, but I digress inspiration station for today. I picked up a book by one of my uh, favorite authors, Ryan Holiday. It's his newest book and it's called Stillness is Key. He's also the author of The Obstacle is the Way, which I highly recommend. And then another book that I'm halfway through of his that's kind of a business book called Perennial Seller, which is excellent as well. But I highly recommend Stillness is Key and The Obstacle is the Way. I think I've even talked about it on here. Here are just a couple of nuggets from Stillness is Key. More does nothing for the person who feels less than. Whoa, isn't that power punched, you guys? It just reminds me of like running on a treadmill or a rat race. Like if you're always trying to prove your worthiness by getting more money or a better body or more likes on Instagram or whatever, you'll never, it's never enough. It's never enough if that's what you're searching for in order to make you feel like a whole person. Like you already are a whole person. You are, you don't need to prove your worth at all. It was set the moment that you were born and it isn't changing. So I think the more that we can just understand that and sink into that and believe that, then the less we feel like we have to chase something in order to feel good, but yet the more we want to chase things like goals and dreams just for the fun of it, just because why not? Not because we have to prove ourselves. So more does nothing for the person who feels less than. He's also He also says in this book, 
Don't let the beauty of life escape you. See the world as the temple that it is. He talks a lot in this book about being present. And I've read other books on being present and um, mindfulness. And this one just is like extra practical in my mind. I just highly recommend it, especially if like you're just getting into mindfulness and it just seems a little on the woo-woo side. Um, Check this book out because he breaks it down in like just such a practical way. Here's one more quote. Okay, maybe two. The power of accepting a higher power is one of his chapters. And he says this about For me, I picture Heavenly Father, but if you don't believe in God, then you can picture whoever, whatever higher power you do believe in. At the purest level, the only thing that matters to any father or mother or any creator is for their children to find peace, find meaning, find purpose. I recently, on my Facebook page, uh, did a little uh, message about about Heavenly Father and about... um, there's kind of, I think, some questions in a lot of people's minds about like, where is God in all of this? Where is he in this pandemic? And like, why isn't he helping us and um, taking this away from us, right? It's a question that's asked anytime there's like a struggle or a trial. Like, where was God in all of this? And I think we cause ourselves a lot of heartache when we think that we know better than him what is best for us. And what I mean by that is, What if, this is what I've been pondering this week, what if a pandemic is exactly what we need? Like, what if he is, has never been closer to us? What if our heavenly parents have never been closer to us and they are giving us this as a gift that maybe even the sickness and the faltering economy and the quarantine, maybe all of this can work in our favor as I think about like Heavenly Father and and what Ryan Holiday has said, like all the all the creators want for their children is peace, meaning, and purpose. When I think about Heavenly Father and about the love that He has for us and about how infinite it is, how it's just so beyond our comprehension to even understand it. And I want you to think about your own children and how much you love them and how you would do anything for them. And yet His love for His children is infinitely bigger than our love for our children, I just can't imagine that all of this won't work for our favor and that all of this will be for our good and that maybe this is exactly what the world needs right now. And when I think of it that way, I just, it helps me not be in such a rush to get over it. And it helps me not fall into those fearful thoughts about what is going to happen in the future. It helps me be more able to just sink into the present moment. What's true right now? What is going on right now? Are we all safe right now? Do we have the food that we need right now? And if we have enough, how can we help those who don't? It's just such a more peaceful place to live. And it's equally as true as all of the worrisome, panicked, fearful thoughts that our brains often offer us as well. So there's my inspiration for the week. Now I want to tell you why I decided to do this podcast on empowering yourself with by asking the right questions. I recently started a job as an intern at the Life Coach School. I don't think I've mentioned that that on this podcast, but how exciting, right? 
an intern at the Life Coach School, which is kind of a dream come true for me. When I went through coach training um, almost a couple of years ago, I remember walking into the training. At the time, it was in person. Now it's online. I remember walking into the training and thinking, I'm going to teach here someday. And you guys, I'm living that dream right now. And I get to intern with a couple of different phenomenal coaches. I get to watch them teach. And I have, um, between the two classes that I entered for, I have 20 students, so 10 students in each class. I love these students so much. These are just a group of people who love self-help and want to help others. And it is like, it's like summer camp for self-help nerds. <laughs> it's just pretty amazing. But um, a week or so ago, we did a lesson on empowering and disempowering questions and what the difference is between them and why it can help you to notice when your your brain is offering you disempowering questions and then how you can turn them around to empowering questions and how that can affect your life. So when you ask yourself a question, your brain likes to solve for it. It likes to find answers. That's why so many of us are going to the news right now. We think we'll find answers on the news. But your brain likes to solve for questions that you that it that it is asked and so it immediately goes to work working on an answer. So there are what I call low quality questions and they're high quality questions. Your brain on default or your toddler brain, as I sometimes call it, is always going to ask low quality questions because the only thing it cares about is keeping you alive. So it's just always scanning for, is this dangerous? Is this dangerous? Here are some low quality questions that might sound familiar to you. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with them? As in like your children or your husband or your family. Why can't I figure this out? Why does everyone in my family live near each other except for us? Why does my husband's job have to be the center of everything? Why do all the responsibilities of the home always fall on me? Why can't he appreciate me more? Who does she think she is? Who do I think I am? Why doesn't anyone understand what it's really like to be married to a doctor? Why are people so dumb? Why can't I be more productive? Why can't I just be more patient? Why can't I lose weight? Why does this have to be so hard? Why don't I ever do what I say I'm going to do? Why won't those idiots shelter in place? Or why is everyone freaking out about a tiny virus? Or why do I have to do everything around here? Now, for each of these 19 disempowering questions, I went through and I came up with an empowering question to counter it. So if you find that these disempowering questions run through your head, then when you catch them, it takes stepping back and being able to watch your brain a little bit but you can redirect it to a more empowering question. For example, instead of asking yourself, what's wrong with me? You can ask yourself, what's right about me? What's wrong with them? As in your children? What's right about them? And I want you to know that when you ask these questions, your brain will look for an answer. Instead of asking yourself, why can't I figure this out? You can ask yourself, what is the next step I could take to get closer to a solution? Why does everyone in my family near, live near each other except for us? 
Or in other words, why do we have to be the only ones that live far away? Instead, you could ask yourself, what do I love about living exactly where we live right now? Instead of asking yourself, why does my husband's job have to be the center of everything? You could ask yourself, how could I take one step toward fulfilling a dream that I have today? Why do all the responsibilities of the home always fall on me? Instead, you could ask, how can I get the housework done and have fun at the same time? Or is there some housework that I could outsource to someone else right now? I started asking myself this question a couple of years ago, and I outsource to my children, which is really handy now that we're sheltering in place and nobody would be coming in to clean our house anyway. But I've taught my older kids how to do it. And each year on their birthday, they get a raise in their allowance. And then they also get more responsibility, which means that each year I get less responsibility. I highly recommend this this way of outsourcing if your housework is not your favorite thing to do. Instead of asking yourself, why can't he appreciate me more? Like seriously, why doesn't my husband appreciate me? You could instead ask yourself, how can I appreciate me right now? Now you might be thinking, that's the dumbest, lamest thing ever. Like what's the fun in only appreciating me and never expecting anyone to appreciate me? Like that that's not romantic. That's not the kind of marriage that I want to have. But I want you to consider that that is the best way to live your life. Because I promise you, there are times when other people appreciate you. And if you're not appreciating yourself, you don't see it. All you see are all of the negative things about yourself. And on the flip side, when you really truly take time to just pat yourself on the back, like for me, it looks like this, good job, Sarah. Like you got up today. (laughs) You made your bed or you made dinner for the kids or whatever it is. Then it does not matter if other people appreciate you or not you hardly notice. When they do, it's like a bonus. Oh yeah, thanks. You're right. I am pretty awesome. And if they don't, you're not searching for them to appreciate you because you've already filled that bucket for yourself. Seriously, give it a try. Who does she think she is? Instead, you could ask yourself, I wonder what might be going on for her right now. Now, when you're you ask yourself these empowering questions, you have to believe them. You have to be sincere about them. And so if you're not, that's fine. Start where you are. But just know that if you ask yourself these questions sarcastically, your brain's going to give you a sarcastic answer. Who do I think I am? Instead, you could ask yourself, what are three things I really admire about myself? Instead of why doesn't anyone understand what it's really like to be married to a doctor? You could ask yourself, How can I get my own back more fully so that I don't need others to understand me? Or who does understand me? I know there's a group of women that do. Your brain will answer that question as well. Just as a side note, I've been running Facebook ads for my coaching services and a lot of people don't like them, it turns out. A lot of people are making comments about how don't don't you know that men can be doctors or excuse me, that women can be doctors too. And this is so sexist. And I can't believe that they're that. What is this 1955? Things like that. And initially it really bothered me. I was like, 
no, I really care about women. That's why I want to work with her. That's why I want to empower her. Like, so I'm so passionate about doctor's wives because I believe so strongly in her ability and in her potential. And I love the men who are doctors and I love the women who are doctors too. I have like I have several of them that I go to for treatment, but I want to work with the women who are married to them. Like that's where I feel called to help. And, but I felt really misunderstood. I felt like all these people think that I don't care about women when really that's exactly what I care about is helping women. And then I just decided after some coaching by my own coach, of course, I, I know that I care about women. I know that I'm a champion for women and I love the doctor's wife enough that I'm okay with being misunderstood by everybody else if it means that I can find her. It's okay that they don't understand me because I understand me. And it's just been a really good lesson for me to know that it's okay if other people misunderstand me. It's okay if they don't understand what it's really like to be married to a doctor. It's okay if strangers on the internet think that I'm my ads are sexist, that's okay because like I know deep inside who I really am. And the more that you can get your own back, it still doesn't, it's still nicer when people understand you, in my opinion, than when they don't, but it's just not as big of a deal. It's just okay if you're misunderstood because you have gotten your own back and you've taken care of yourself. Instead of asking yourself, why are people so dumb? (laughs) You might ask yourself, I wonder what she might be struggling with right now, or I wonder what he's going through. It just opens yourself up to compassion. Compassion, can I tell you, it feels so much better than judgment. And the more compassionate that you're willing to be with other people, the less judgmental you are with them and with yourself. It goes both ways. Instead of asking yourself, why can't I be more productive? Instead, you can offer this question. What is one thing on my to-do list that I could do today? Or another option would be, in what ways am I already really productive? Why can't I just be more patient? How about instead you ask yourself, how can I take care of myself right now so that I am better equipped to take care of others and enjoy my life more? Why can't I lose weight? It's always going to give you a low quality answer. Believe me, I know from firsthand experience. Instead of asking yourself, why can't I lose weight? Which will always yield an answer like, because there's something wrong with you, because you have no willpower, whatever it is. Instead, ask yourself, what's one change I can make today to honor my body more? Or what can I do today to feel my feelings instead of eating them? Instead of asking yourself, why does this have to be so hard? You might ask yourself, how will doing hard things make me a stronger person? I've been asking myself that a lot with COVID-19. And I've come up with some pretty high quality answers, I might add, which I've been sharing with you guys. Why don't I ever do what I say I'm going to do? Instead, you might ask yourself, how can I keep my word to myself in one way today? Or in what ways do I already keep my word to myself? Promise there are ways and your brain will go out searching for them if you ask it. Instead of why won't these idiots shelter in place, you might ask yourself, I wonder what they really think about Corona. And this must come, I must add, from curiosity. 
It can't come from judgment or sarcasm. What is their true belief about all of this? And you might say, but how does that change their actions? And it, frankly, it doesn't. But thinking that they're idiots doesn't change their actions either. And all it does is make you feel terrible. So if you want to feel better, you might seek for understanding instead. Or on the flip side, why is everyone freaking out about a tiny virus? You might instead ask yourself, what might they be thinking that is causing them to feel so much fear? Instead of asking yourself, why do I have to do everything around here? A question, by the way, that my brain loves, as I've told you guys before. Instead, you might ask yourself, how can I be an example of what's possible to those around me? Here are a few other questions I just want to offer to you that you might consider asking your brain. What can I do to laugh a lot today? How can I make today better than yesterday? How can I make my future more exciting than my past? What do I love about myself? In what ways am I totally amazing for taking care of my family and supporting my husband the way that I have? What am I grateful for? How can I fulfill the measure of my creation today? I love asking that question in prayer. If you ask it, you will receive answers. What choice could benefit me and everyone around me at the same time? Oh, this is such a good question because we so often think that if we're going to take care of ourselves, then our family has to sacrifice because of it. That I can't choose what's best for me because then it will be bad for my kids. And I just want you to question all of that. What if going after what you want in life is exactly what your kids need too? Like, how might that be possible? It's going to mean that you're probably going to have to wiggle loose some other beliefs that you have. Beliefs like moms should always be with their kids or moms should always spend all of their free time taking care of their children or whatever it is, like questioning all of that. I've come up with so many good answers when I've recognized that maybe I shouldn't always be with my kids. Maybe during this quarantine, what my kids need more than a mom sitting by their side the whole day helping them with homework is a mom who works on what she loves and lets them struggle and figure it out. I truly believe that, that that is what my kids need right now is to learn to become a little bit more independent. I have no idea what your kids need, but I know that when you ask your brain high quality questions, that it will help you understand and come up with the answers. What hat do I feel called to wear today? I got this from Sister Joy D. Jones's uh, general conference address talking about how women wear many hats. And I ask myself that every day since I heard that talk. Which hat do I feel called to wear today? I don't have to wear them all. I don't even have to wear two of them. Which hat do I feel called to wear in this moment? How can I stand up and stand out in my circle of influence? That one I ask myself a lot. And that was inspired by President uh, Russell M. Nelson how women, it's our time to stand up and stand out. How can I do that in my circle of influence? And lastly, I got this one from Elder Holland. It's up on my wall. I think of it all the time. How can I be a powerful force for good in the world in one way today? Ask yourself high quality questions and your brain will go to work answering them, giving you answers with high quality questions answers and it will change your life. It will bring you so much empowerment. If you enjoy this podcast, will you number one, share it with one of your doctor's wives friends? That would mean so much to me. And number two, I want you to consider signing up for a consult call with me. 
pod, listening to podcasts is great insight, right? We learn so much from listening to podcasts. One of my favorite things to do. But action, which is what you do when you put this work into place in your life, which is what I do with my clients, that is drop dead gorgeous. Insight is cute. Action is drop dead gorgeous. So if you're ready to 10x your results, I would encourage you to go to sarahpain.com forward slash work with me and sign up for a free consult call with me. I will help get you started. You will be amazed at what we can discover in a single conversation. It's totally low pressure. It's you and me over Zoom talking about your life. I'll give you insight into what's going on in your brain and it will be so beneficial for you. The consult call alone is so beneficial. So go to sarahpain.com forward slash work with me and sign up today.